Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt, I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up, here we go. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting Kicking Life podcast, episode number 182. Holy smokes, closing in on 200. I can't believe it either. Well, as always, folks, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day to be with me today. I promise I'm going to give you everything I've got. Spill my heart out here. Be tra- as transparent as possible and give you as much motivation, inspiration, and empowerment to help you what? Live your best kick in life. And for our new listeners, what's a kick in life? A kick in life goes far beyond just a good life or a great life or even an awesome life. Man, it's a kick in life. You're kicking butt. You're cashing checks, taking names. And it's not a matter of, as Rocky says, if life kicks your butt, but when life kicks your butt and when beats you to your knees, man, it can keep you there permanently if you let it. Yeah. You mean nobody hits as hard as life. We know that. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how you can get it and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And that's the whole essence of this show. I'm here to empower you, to help you get back up when life kicks your butt, when life knocks you down. Now, am I perfect? Gosh darn no. Am I always, sun? Uh, well, I'm definitely not sunshine and rainbows. Am I always positive and motivated and happy? Well, I am because I choose to be. But yet, I'm a human being. I've got my days. I get frustrated just like everybody else. And sometimes I, <laughs> I blow my top a little bit. And that's the beauty of owning a martial arts academy is when that happens, I can go in there and beat the snot out of all the equipment to let that aggression go, right? <laughs> yeah. And maybe you don't have that opportunity. I get it. But that's what this show is all about, to talk to you, to inspire you, to help you blow off some steam. But don't keep that stuff packed in. Today's episode talks just about that very thing, even more in-depth than normal. And what we're doing, we're in the middle of a, uh, I guess it's week three, of a four-part series on self-discipline and self-respect. Now, week one, we talked about good habits. Uh, week two, we talked about having a positive mental attitude, being a good finder, and having an attitude of gratitude. This week, we're talking about confidence and self-esteem. And how do you achieve that? By loving yourself first and being true to who you truly are. Sounds simple enough, doesn't it? Or is it really that simple? Well, yes and no. Those that listen to the show a lot, you know what I talk about. I say the reason things that are so easy to do are also so hard to do is because what is easy to do is even easier not to do. Crazy, isn't it? I know. I mean, you know. I mean, it's kind of crazy I always see when they come out with these new, new and improved diet plan, new and improved uh, nutritional guidelines. Well, not new and improved. It's been around since the beginning of time, right? Yeah. They say that to grab your attention. But you know. You need to eat the right foods. You need to eat less, even if it is the right foods. Eat to your 80% full, not to your stuffed. You know all those things, right? You know you need some exercise, right? We know we need to put the device down. We're going to talk about that today, too. You know, less blue light, especially before bed. But all about loving yourself and loving yourself or making those little choices, those conscious discipline choices. You know, uh, Tom Ziegler, Zig Zig Ziegler's son, who's also a personal close friend, um, he's got a great book out called Choose to Win. His dad had a book called Born to Win. 
And Born to Win said, hey, we're all born and we're all endowed with the seeds of greatness. We're all born to win. Yeah, we know that. Well, Tom followed that up with a book, Choose to Win. And Choose to Win is all about, yes, we're born to win, but if we don't choose and make the right choices to win, then it's going to be very difficult to win, right? Yeah. I mean, think about this comparison, you know, especially if you're a sports fan. Oftentimes, uh, and I'm just going to grab two franchises out that overspend every single year, the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox, right? Every single year, they outspend every other baseball team. So with that, they've bought the most talent. Yeah. Yeah, and then those players, you know, they were born to win. They worked hard to get that uh, the gift they have and turn it into extreme athletic ability. But do they win every single year? Now, they win a lot, but they don't. And why? It's not that they choose not to win, but oftentimes they choose not to work together. You need a team. That's kind of what we talk about here. Kind of what we talk about the Martial Arts Academy. You can't do it alone. You got to have a team, a tribe working together for the same common goal. I do this show. I do this show. Why? Because I'm telling you things you already know, but it's my, uh, I guess, being a coach, trying to help you make the right choices, choose the right things. And Tom's book, as we circle back around to that, Choose to Win, he talks about a thing called PC. And it's not the PC we think about being politically correct, which, by the way, is, in my personal opinion, is just an asinine concept. Uh, who knows what politically correct is anymore? right? <laughs> it's, it's insane. So that's not what that is. I'm not going to talk about that. By the way, those new listeners, just listen up. I got a hashtag called right hook reality and I drop it on you. And it's not to be mean or to be spiteful, but it's all about, you know, life's going to kick your butt. If you're going to lay there and have a pity party, all you're going to get is more pity. I'm here to kick your butt back up. That, might, that means it might be a little bit rough. It might say things that you'd probably don't want to hear, but you really need to hear. So make sure you hashtag anytime you throw something out there. You know, if you're doing something rude and disrespectful, don't do it. But if you're really, truly trying to help somebody, that's what the right hook of reality is all about. But anyway, the PC Tom's talking about is persistent consistency. Persistent consistency. Consistently doing what you know you need to do and then being persistent about it every single day, especially the days you don't want to do it. Yeah. Because what happens? One day turns into another day, turns into another day, turns into another day. One week turns into, I'm mean, sorry, one day turns into a week, a week turns into a month, month turns into a quarter, quarter turns into a year, right? And then here it is, bang, January of 2020, and we're making our New Year's resolutions. We're going to do better this time. By the middle of January, most people have given up on the New Year's resolutions and their goals. And you got the whole rest of the year. Don't give up that soon. And somebody might say, well, I'll wait till January. Why wait till January? Start right now. Just be consistent with it daily. And today's topic we're talking about, I want you to be consistent with loving yourself first. Now, that may come as a shock to a lot of you. You might say, well, wait a minute. Aren't, isn't that uh, arrogant? Isn't that egotistical? Loving yourself first, shouldn't you put others first? Well, here's, here's kind of my you know, I don't know, peaks and valleys with that. You know, when I was younger, I was, I was so insecure about so many different things that I, I put myself first to try and make up for my own insecurities. I tried to build myself up just to cover up for the insecurities. Then as I got older, I was like, well, you know what? That's not working too well. I need to start putting others first. So I started putting others first, and I guess, well, maybe I should circle back. It was probably the other way around when I was really young, uh, putting others first, getting taken advantage of, being bullied so that I flip-flopped to the 
put myself first. That didn't work. And I went back to putting everybody else first and just kind of out disrespected myself, so to speak. Well, the bullying continued. People taking advantage of me. So I'm like, well, what the heck do I do here? Well, it all boils down to this. And this is I got from one of my mentors. Folks, you are who you surround yourself with. You surround yourself with winners, you're going to think differently. You surround yourself with positive people, you're going to start thinking differently. Yeah, you surround yourself with successful people, you're going to start thinking differently. However, you surround yourself with people that have constant pity parties, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, oh, poor me, oh, it's not fair. Yeah, that's two different types of mindset. The pity party mindset is a limited or scarcity mindset. The successful, happy, wealthy, winning mindset is an abundant growth mindset, always thinking about how you can make things better. A simple example would be, and this is uh, from a great book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kuosaki. So check that one out if you haven't. He talks about the two different dads. One dad says we can't afford it. The other dad says, what can we do to earn it? Different mindset, different mindset. I know, kind of crazy, isn't it? Well, same thing. Oh, I'm never going to get any better at this. Or what can I do to get better at this? Oh, I'm always sick. I'm always tired. I don't feel good. What can I do to not be sick, to not be tired, to feel better? Whole different mindset. So getting back to my point of love yourself first. This was brought up by one of my, say, favorite mentors. He, he, he's just been a godsend in my life, and I mean that. Uh, Hanshi Dave Kovar. He's been on the show countless times. Check him out. He's got Kovar Satori. It's a, it's a, well, it's a martial arts academy that he's got out on the West Coast and East Coast, and he's got a group called ProMac, the Professional Martial Arts Community. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Whole different way of thinking than I ever thought before. So loving yourself first, this is the bomb that he dropped on me. Now, people have listened to the show quite often. I've, I've referenced this many, many times. I'm going to go into a little more detail today because that's the topic of the show. Love yourself first. He kind of came up to me and gave me a bang, a solid right hook of reality, followed with a left uppercut of truth. He said, uh, so, he goes, sir? I said, yes, sir. He said, do you enjoy disrespecting everyone you're supposed to help? I'm like, what? And I was caught off guard. He goes, you know, with your podcast, with your team at the studio, your martial arts academy, uh, the schools you go to and give speeches, the corporations give speeches, your video blogs, everybody that sees you, everybody that hears you, you know, those that you're, you're meant to impact. Do you, do you enjoy disrespecting them? I'm like, dude, what? He goes, what about this? Do you enjoy disrespecting your family? And I'm like, where's what, what this coming from, you know? And he goes, do you? And I'm like, I, I, you know, I don't know what you mean. He said, here's my point. Here's my point. If you're not 100%, you can't give 100%. You can't give from an empty cup. If you're not taking time for you, if you're not loving yourself first by doing the things you know you need to do, by getting enough sleep, and that's kind of how I led into it. He goes, my point is, when's the last time you had more than six hours of sleep? I'm like, uh. He goes, when's the last time you had a massage? Uh. <laughs> when's the last time you consistently ate uh, or watched your nutrition and ate correctly? You know, multiple meals throughout the days, just smaller portions instead of one or two big meals. And I'm like, uh. He kept dropping them on me. I mean, bang, bang, bang. When's the last time you consistently went to the gym? And he goes, I'm not talking hit and miss. I'm talking consistently got a workout program. And I kept saying, uh, <laughs> as he kept just pounding the, the right hooks at me. Reminds me of uh, 
Chuck Norris, or my favorite Chuck Norris line. It's, uh, I'm going to hit you with so many lefts, you're going to beg for a right. <laughs> so anyway, goofiness. But he kept dropping those things on me. And I'm like, well, you know, sir, what's the point of all this? And he got back to what I'd said earlier. You can't, you can't uh, serve from an empty cup. If you're not 100%, you can't serve at 100%. Meaning, if you're only operating at 50% capacity, sort of like your cell phone or your device, you know, it's got to have a certain percentage of charge in order for the new updates to download, right, or install. Yeah, well, same thing here. If we're only operating at 50%, there's no way we're going to be able to fully serve at 100%. Sure, we can still give, and that was kind of my point. Well, I'm giving everything I've got. I'm giving 100%. And he goes, well, I know you are. You are given 100% of what you got. But if you've only got 50% to give, what are you really giving? Even if you get 100% of that 50%, what are you giving? 50%. So you're essentially disrespecting or cheating everybody you're meant to serve because you're only giving them half of what your true worth is. Now, I'll tell you, that was a shock to me. I'm like, whoa, are you kidding me? And it's one thing I never looked at. I was truly given everything I had. But in the process, I was kind of killing myself. Now, I've always been a workaholic. It's something my dad ingrained in me way back as a kid. I'm, I'm talking, I grew up on a farm. Dad was, uh, was a Vietnam vet. He was a military man. He got uh, uh, home from the service, and he became an over-the-road truck driver. We grew up on a farm, and even at eight years old, I'm out shoveling horse poo because we had horses and cows. Baling hay, feeding the horses, feeding the animals, breaking the ice in the wintertime, and we had one milk cow. Now, that's where we got our milk, and <laughs> my mom made butter from it. It was, it was kind of, well, I look back, uh, I guess it was kind of cool. At the time, I, I didn't know. All I knew is when my, the city boys, as my dad called them, would come over, they couldn't drink the milk. They would have to water it down because cow milk, straight from the udder there, now we would pasteurize it the best we could, and I'll tell you the process there. Mom would take the milk. She would pour it through a strainer and do a uh, pot on the stove, boil it, and then pour it back through the strainer again. And this milk was so doggone thick. And then covered up with um, film wrap and put it in a refrigerator. And that was our milk. Yeah. I know, craziness. But anyway, so at an early age, Dad pretty much, uh, if you've heard that song, A Boy Named Sue by Johnny Cash, that very easily could have been a boy named Richie. <laughs> Richie's what, uh, even my parents still call me Richie to this day, so it's kind of funny. And I had, uh, uh, goodness gracious, I'm not laughing about it now. Uh, I had a luncheon last, when was it? Last Friday with my aunt, Aunt Linda. Special shout out to you. I love you, Linda. And uh, her daughter, Robbie, who now has a son, and they still call me Richie. So it's kind of funny because on Fridays, and here's, here's something too, folks. Uh, what we've done with my family, every Friday afternoon, it's Friday lunch day with the Grogan family. We, we've been doing that for, oh my goodness, probably two months now. And it's fantastic because we all look forward to it. Friday at 12 o'clock, that's scheduled in. That is a block time that does not get changed. We all have that time and we go out and have lunch. And it has been phenomenal. Now, of course, there's always been, you know, we've only done it a couple months, but there's been things that pop up like, well, no, we are not breaching that time. We need to spend that time together as a family. So anyway, we were out uh, to lunch there, and we invited Linda and uh, Robbie and her son Cohen to come, <laughs> and they're still calling me Richie, and my kids know it. They, they've heard it before, but um, Austin, his girlfriend's been joining us for lunch, and she like, Richie, is that, is that your dad? <laughs> so it was kind of funny the first time she heard it. But anyway, 
kind of circling back around, there's the little tidbits of loving yourself first. You know, scheduling that block of time with your family. Now, I know some of you may not have the flexibility to do that on a Friday, but maybe do it on a Friday night or a Sunday night. You know, I got great friends that kind of picked up the idea from them. They've been doing this for as long as we've known them. It's every Sunday night, they go over to uh, um, uh, their parents' house. They get together, and they've been doing this for years, and we've known them, goodness gracious, probably 10 years now, a decade. And it, it, I, I'm sure they've missed one or two Sundays in that, that time period. But the last time I talked to them, hey, guys still doing that Sunday thing with the family? Absolutely. It's consistent. They go there and they spend some time. It's something to look forward to. And as you know, especially if you've got kids, man, those kids grow up so doggone fast. And one of the biggest regrets I'm going through right now, and it's I, I essentially I'm not, I'm not loving myself, is the fact that trying to grow the business, trying to grow uh, everything I'm doing, not only with the Martial Arts Academy, but with the podcast and the video blogs and the speaking and my book, which, by the way, I just finished the rough manuscript draft last night. It is done. And uh, my wife is going to look it over, do the first edit there. Then we're going to clean it up, send it to the editor, and then we'll take the next next steps. But hopefully by, I would think, March of uh, 2020, that baby should be out on the shelves. And the name of that book, we're crossed between titles. It's gone back and forth. It's the, excuse me, the ABCs to become bullyproof or I am bullyproof. I haven't decided which one we're going to go with there. But uh, anyway, that, uh, um, I'll talk more about that book a little bit later. I want to make sure I don't get too far off track with our, with our podcast here about loving yourself. So loving yourself, got to put yourself first. You can't pour from an empty cup. You've got to take the time. You've got to get the sleep. You've got to eat the uh, proper nutrition. You've got to exercise. And darn it, you've got to spend time with your family, which is the point I was bringing up, kind of a regret I'm living with. By doing all this, kind of put my family, you know, played them second fiddle, so to speak. Kind of put them on the back shelf as I was trying to grow this thing. Priorities were a little out of whack. Now, my goal was to get this thing grown so when they were, you know, 10, 11, 12, I would have more time to spend with them. Well, Austin's 19 now, Madeline's 16, and Emmett is, uh, he's going to turn 11 in a few weeks here. Wow, they grow up so doggone fast. And uh, Austin's working full-time at the academy, so I'm blessed to be able to see him every day. And, you know, I see Madeline Emmett every day as well. But Madeline's talking about possibly going away to college to, she's an actress, and going away to a uh, uh, lake, uh, the College of the Ozarks in, in Branson, Missouri, which is a good Christian school, which I'm very, very happy about. They, they, uh, every day starts off with reading the Bible and praying, which fantastic. You know, I, I think uh, schools in general could, uh, uh, they all could benefit from a little more God presence instead of pushing God away, right? But anyway, that's, that's for another show as well. But loving yourself first, right now, my little bit of regret, and I, and I got to do a better job because I can't change the past. So if you've got some regrets in the past, maybe not spend enough time with your kids in the past, you can't change that. My wife reminds me of that every day. She actually sent me a text the other day, said, what happened in the past is in the past. You can't change it. Let's focus on doing a better job now to create the future you want. So that's what I'm trying to do, and that's what these Friday luncheons have really, really helped with. So I suggest you try and do something like that for your family. But it all boils back to this. Love yourself first because if you're not at 100%, even if you have those luncheons, which, I, man, oh, man, I don't know how many times we'd try and plan little nights out and dinners out and this and that, and all I would talk about was the business. Yeah, I regret that now but I learned from it. I'm sharing that with you. So if you're going through that right now, learn from my mistakes so you don't create the same mistakes. Believe me, there's enough mistakes out there. You're going to make your own. Don't make the same ones I've made. 
That's the same message I tell our team at the academy. Same message we pass on to the kids. Look, we're sharing with you. We're being transparent as possible, being open. Open book, baby. We've made mistakes. We've goofed up. I've goofed up. I've done things that I'm ashamed of. What I do now is I learn from those. I share them with you. Therefore, you're, you're doing a better job with it. And, of course, believing in God, putting God first, being a Christian, being a born-again Christian. I was baptized just uh, less than two years ago. That was a big change in life. That was loving myself, putting myself first. Yeah, it really, really was. Nothing to be said about that. So as we move on, I want to talk a little bit uh, about how can you love yourself more? How can you love yourself or put yourself first and love yourself first to be your very best, to serve others in whatever capacity that may be? Well, here's some ideas. First thing in the morning, you're getting a habit. And I always like linking things together, like when this, then this. So when you brush your teeth, then do this. Why? It can become habit forming. One thing leads to this. When you do this, then you do this. Does that make sense? Good. So here, good. Yeah, I'm waiting for the answer. So in the morning after you brush your teeth, first thing, and it, it, just like anything else, at first it's going to be uncomfortable. And if your your family hears you saying or to doing it, they're probably going to think you're a little little weird. But that's okay. If it makes you better, weird or not, we're all weird in our own ways, right? And who's to determine what is weird? Well, if it makes you better, that's a good weird, right? And if you feel good about it, that's a good weird, right? Yeah. So anyway, right after you brush your teeth, look in the mirror and say things like, I'm smart. I'm cool. I'm awesome. I have friends. I am safe. I am healthy. I am strong. And I always have the kids' studio say, I'm a martial artist. Yeah. Well, and you may not be a martial artist, and that's okay. What a martial artist is, is just a, uh, a disciplined art form way of life. And what does that mean, art form? It means creating the beauty that you've been given. Yeah, we're all a gift from God. We all got a special talent. That's the artist side, right? Whatever that talent is. Some of us are great musicians. Some of us are great painters. Some of us are great singers. Some of us are great speakers. Some of us are great writers. Some of us are great at math and spelling. Some of us are great athletes. Whatever. Some of us are great parents. Some of us maybe not so. <laughs> we, we, we've all got a gift from God, and that's the artistic side, right? And the martial is just a militarist, militaristic, disciplined part of that. So be disciplined with your gifts to make those gifts become the reality of who you are, right? I'm, I'm listening to a book right now um, by Tim Tebow. Just finished the book. It was, uh, and uh, Audible is, is what I use. Uh, I listen to Audible, you know, 30 to 45 minutes a day on average, you know, some days more, but on average, that's what I listen to. And it, it's been so fruitful for my own self education and self knowledge. But the book I just listened to with Tim Tebow was This Is the Day. And the one I'm listening to right now is um, um, Shaken. I almost forgot. And he keeps talking about in the book, which I wrote notes on this. It's fantastic. It's not who you are. It's whose you are. I'll say that again while you're thinking about it. It's not who you are, but whose you are. And when he's talking about whose you are, <laughs> it kind of sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> whose you are. You're a child of God. Yeah. Now think about that. Think about whose you are. You're a child of God. You were given a gift. It's not who you are. It's whose. You're, you're, you're a child of God. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Now, I had to listen to it a couple different times to kind of get what he was saying. I'm a little slow sometimes on the uptake. I was like, oh, my gosh, that is so powerful. And he went on to talk about what I'm talking about here. You're, you're given a gift. 
And that's the thing, once again, about martial arts. You, you've given a gift. And art, you are a piece of art. And what you do with that art in a uh, militaristic, disciplined manner to continue doing it, it's going to turn into something wonderful. So anyway, kind of got a little off track there explaining that why uh, I am the martial artist. And if you, you want to say that, you can. If you don't, that's, that's fine too. But I want you to link it up. When you brush your teeth, then you do this. Look in the mirror and say those things. Now, those are just some ideas. You can come up with whatever the heck you want, <laughs> something that means something to you. But get in the habit of doing that. It, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. You're going to feel weird about it first. I promise. You're going to. No ifs, ands, or buts. But do it. And then I often share the uh, same message we give to the kids and adults at our martial arts academy, you know, for the kids. Because bullying is absolutely everywhere. Everywhere. doesn't matter if it's in kindergarten, grade school, middle school, high school, college, or in the workplace. It's everywhere. And what do bullies do? They try and beat down you mentally. They get in your head. Yeah. You try and destroy your psyche. That's what happens. Of course, we can always say, oh, just ignore it. Just ignore it. Just ignore it. Well, you, <laughs> you can't. It's there 24-7. Now, when I get bullies, or some people call them haters, I try not to call them haters online because I don't know what they're dealing with. They must be hating themselves. That's why they got to try and inflict pain on somebody else. But here's the recipe for that. Online, love, block, and delete. Love them because God says we're supposed to love everybody. But love yourself first. Don't waste time on that nonsense. Block and delete and move on. Yeah. And speaking of social media, it's a good time to kind of give a plug there. If you don't follow me on social media, please do so. Uh, what do we got on uh, Facebook? It's Kicking Life with Master Grogan. K-I-C-K-I-N and Life with Master Grogan. That's our big page. If you're in our local area here in the Glen Carbon, Edwardsville, Illinois area or surrounding areas, come see us at the Martial Arts Academy. That's Grogan's Martial Arts. G-R-O-G-A-N-S and then Martial Arts. Come check us out there. Uh, we've got a page, like I mentioned, on Facebook. Grogan's Martial Arts is the martial arts page. Kicking Life is the kind of motivational empowerment page. We link a lot of the same stuff together, but one's kind of a local level and one's a national level. Uh, also on Facebook, we've got Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan. That's a group. You'll uh, check that baby out. Another one is Our Kids Are Awesome. And then I've got Live Your Best Kicking Life, which is a, um, another page. I'm sorry, it's a group. Sometimes you get confused on groups and pages and, and all that stuff. But check those things out. Uh, subscribe to them. Obviously, it's free and great content every single day. And that's on Facebook. On Instagram, our Instagram page is Kickin' Life. Just K-I-C-K-I-N-L-I-F-E. Check that baby out. That continues to grow. And then for the martial arts side, it's Grogan's Martial Arts. That's also on Instagram. Now, I've got a Twitter account, but I, I do very, very, very little with Twitter. Um, it's Kickin' Life, K-I-C-K-I-N Life. Simply because, man, that is, in my personal opinion, a horrible platform. Just the horrible things that, I guess you can make fake accounts there because some of the horrible things that are said on there, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, it's just bad. It's real, real bad. So I don't do a whole lot there, but on Facebook and Instagram. So if you're on those channels, check us out, okay? And then our YouTube page, it's Grogan's Martial Arts for the martial arts side and then Kicking Life Master Grogan on the um, uh, inspirational side. And we've got over 300 video blogs on YouTube. I'm going to start working a little bit more with that channel and helping that thing grow as well. Just once again, to get those messages out. So if you like what you hear, please share it with others because I always like to say we're, we're a tribe, we're a community, we're a village working together to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And that means we all got to collectively work together to do our part because one person cannot do it all. Booyah. So I dropped that in there. Got that. Bang. So back to what we're talking about, loving yourself. 
So with bullying, the love block and delete, get rid of those folks online that, that, that just bring nothing but horribleness into your into your life. You don't need those in your head. You know, Jim Rohn would always say, if you've got negative people in your mind, in your head, raise the rent and kick them out. That's a pretty good message, isn't it? Yeah. And get that stuff out of there. That kind of starts about what we talked about very first when we started the show was you are who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Surround yourself with winners. It's a little different conversation. And I'm not calling others losers, but, you know, in, in life, you know, there's, there's first place and then there's everybody else, right? <laughs> yeah. There truly is. I'm not a believer and everybody gets a trophy in that participation nonsense. I'm not. I'm a believer in you work hard and you get what you learn, you get what you earn, and, and you move forward. That doesn't mean because you did not win, you're a loser. No. If you learn from it, John Maxwell's got a great book out. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Boom. Another book, Failing Forward. Boom. Good stuff. Real, real good stuff. My whole thing, especially at the academy, we don't give away belts and stripes and all that nonsense. The kids have to earn it. And some parents will often say, well, you know, my son is, he's not very talented. Uh, he's not very athletic. Boy, and they, they just beat their kids down right in front of us. I'm like, well, you know what? But I'm sure he's got some special talents that none of us will ever possess. Let's focus on those talents. Yeah. Because, well, I'm not sure about all those kicks and stuff. I ain't worried about it. I said, Here, here's, here's how we evaluate. Attitude and effort. That's it. Only two things. Attitude and effort. They have the right attitude to be willing to put forth your best and the right amount of effort to actually do it. That's it. And then I got a little saying. We pound this in a kid's head. We'll say, you do your best, you become your. And they say, best. And if you don't, you won't. Period. And that's the same thing with any in life. You put forth your very best, regardless of what your talents are. You put forth your very best at anything, you're going to get better. Now, if you put forth your very best in your talented areas, holy cow, you're going to stand out in a crowd. And that's essentially what I want for all our students and all the listeners. I want to give you the tools, the power, the encouragement, the kick in life to stand not with the crowd, but stand out from the crowd to live your best kick in life. Yeah. Good stuff, huh? But guess what? You got to love yourself first, because if you don't believe in yourself and love yourself, everything I'm saying doesn't matter. It won't amount to anything. How do I know that? There's a lot of times when I didn't love myself at all. You know, you get those bullies get in your mind. You start to create self-doubt. Start losing your self-worth. Before you know it, man, you don't feel very good about yourself. And that's kind of the whole title of this four-part segment of self-respect and self-discipline. Respect yourself enough to be disciplined enough not to listen to that stuff and be disciplined enough to respect yourself every single day. See how those kind of go back and forth? And today it's about confidence and self-esteem. Now you build those, love yourself first, and be true to who you are. All right, good stuff? Yeah, I think so too. Well, good. Well, as always, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, make sure you, after you're finished with this one, jump back through. We've got 181 previous episodes. Holy smokes. A lot of great content, a lot of great guests, good stuff. And uh, if, if you like what you hear, give us a little five-star review. Give us a shout-out. Let others know because wouldn't society be a little bit better if people were happier, healthier, and safer? Yeah, make things better for everybody, and that's what collectively we're trying to do. Okay, so another way to love yourself is by taking care of yourself and being true to who you are. Once again, you were born with a gift. There's over 7.7 billion people on this planet. But not one, two are alike. Not one, two are alike. Did I say that right? <laughs> Did I say that right, producer? 
gosh. They, they just roll their eyes at me sometimes. Like I said, I'm transparent. I, I don't ever cut the show. We just go live. The producers love it because they don't have to do any extra work. They're just like, okay, we're just going with it. Other people cut and edit and this and that. Pfft. Heck with all that nonsense. I'm trying to be as genuine and true as possible. So you're getting the you're getting the raw deal here. So sometimes there's goof up. Sometimes I say wrong words, and but it is what it is, right? Yeah, it's kicking life. So even when I take a little short drink break there with my uh, I've got my hot tea here today, that's good stuff. Uh, start the morning off. That's kind of my go to every single morning. I don't drink a whole lot of coffee simply because I'm hyper enough the way it is. I mean, I'll occasionally have a cup or two, but uh, definitely not two in one day. Holy smokes. But I do love my hot tea. That's good stuff. I put uh, some honey in there and then some pour some liquid fish oil in there. My son saw me doing that today. He's like, oh, Dad, that's gross. I said, well, I got to get my fish oil in there because I got to try and uh, reestablish a couple synapses connections in the brain, right? Get the brain flowing, maybe regenerate a couple dead brain cells. I don't know. But anyway, moving on. Another way to love yourself is taking care of yourself by being true to who you are. And it starts off with this, and this is loving yourself, right? Getting enough sleep, rest and sleep. Going to bed early. Yeah. Eating properly. Not eating unhealthy snacks before bed. And of course, you know, limit your unhealthy snacks. And what I'm saying is, man, if you want a piece of chocolate cake, gosh darn it, have a piece of chocolate cake. But maybe don't have two and three and four pieces of chocolate cake every single day. Maybe not even have a piece of chocolate cake every day. And discipline yourself. A little bit of something, that's okay. But a little bit of something every single day, that can go one way or the other, right? A little bit of exercise every single day, that's a good thing. A little bit of chocolate cake every single day, maybe not such a good thing, right? Yeah. Then moving on, we've got, uh, what else I did right here? Oh, uh, here's a big one. And this is probably the hardest thing for most folks nowadays is, uh, Good way to love yourself, take care of yourself is limit your amount of screen time, your TV, your devices, and social media, especially at bedtime. Too much blue light before sleep, before bed, not only is it hard on the eyes, but it, it, it triggers your mind to start chewing on this stuff. So if you're looking at a bunch of political nonsense right before you go to bed, and, and then worse yet, you get involved in a little political war before you go to bed, your subconscious mind is going to chew on that all night long. You're not going to sleep very well. Your eyes are going to feel very well because of too much blue light. Your mind's not going to rest because you're all fired up. And when you don't sleep well, guess what happens the next day? Yeah, you wake up cranky, wake up tired, wake up frustrated. That's a tough way to start the day. You're already starting kind of behind the eight ball, so to speak. It's tough. So limit that blue, uh, blue light time, especially right before sleep. And here's another thing. The, my phone, I've got... I guess it's not the new phone anymore, but it was the 10X, whatever that is with uh, the Apple iPhone. But it's got a, I can set a, like alerts or, or, or I guess it's alerts. Anyway, I got my thing set for 20 minutes of Instagram and Facebook. So once I hit 20 minutes, it lets me know, hey, you've exceeded your time for the day. Now, of course, I can override it and cheat, which some days I do. Um, and I got to be honest here, uh, the last three days, I have not been on social media at all. Now, I've got to do a better job. I've got to get my post out because I know fans love seeing those things. So I've got to be a little better, uh, more disciplined on that. But I was like, I'm, I, I need a, like a refresh from this stuff, especially with all the political garbage going on, right? And I don't tie a lot into that, but, you know, you see one, and before you know it, it's like, holy cow, they're popping up everywhere. Just be careful on what you, on uh, Facebook, what you like, and on Instagram, what you heart, right? Because they got algorithms and what you like and what you heart 
I guess hard as a like, um, they're going to pop up more and more and more. So be careful with that, right? And then, of course, you got people that just have a ton of negative nonsense. You, know, you can unfriend them. You can block them. You can delete them. You can even snooze them for 30 days. I found that out the other day. <laughs> I had to snooze a couple people that were like, holy smokes, I like them. But every time I see a comment by them, it's like, oh, my gosh, come on. So anyway, a couple little tricks there that I've learned. Uh, I guess I learned some of those from the teenagers and others I just kind of picked up along the way. But back to my phone here, I've got another setting. At 10 o'clock p.m., the light on my phone changes to kind of a, I don't even know, like a yellow color. Uh, somehow I set that up where it's, it's, I don't know, it's not as bright as it was before. So it's supposed to be easier on your eyes. That's also a reminder for me, look, it's lighter color. Or, I mean, it's like a yellower color. It's time to put the phone down. Just shut it down. Don't need it. And that's usually when I pop in my earbuds and listen to some of my uh, my Audible, my book. And you listen to whatever you want. I'm always listening to something inspirational, motivational, some learning book, something about self-education, something to help me be a better person. That's the stuff I listen to. Uh, I don't know that if you listen to, you listen to whatever you want, but I think if you listen to some like a scary book or, or, or who knows what, maybe if you're into listening to romance novels, I, I guess that would be okay. <laughs> You'll sleep well and dream well. Just uh, know that a lot of those romance novels aren't uh, reality, but whatever. Listen to what you want. Do what you want. Just know what you put in your brain overnight is going to continue to fester. So the next morning you wake up, that's going to be the first thing on your mind. So there you go. Be true to yourself. Now, here's another one. Is remembering to run your own race. What the heck does that mean? Well, point blank and simple, it means don't compare yourself to others. It's, it, it, once again, that's one of those things that's so easy to do, but in the, the process of being so easy to do, it also makes it so very difficult to do. It's a battle I still fight. We all get in that judgment game. And here's the thing. Uh, who, oh, goodness gracious. Theodore Roosevelt say this? I'm trying to pull this off the top of my head, but um, comparison is the thief of joy. I think it was Theodore Roosevelt. Maybe you can look it up and let me know who said it. I'll, I'll look it up when I leave the show here, but it'll be too late for this episode. But uh, comparison is the thief of joy. It is. When you compare yourself to others, you're stealing your own joy because you're never going to be them. Be you. Be the gift that God, I mean, be, yeah, use the gift that God gave you, but be that gift as well that nobody else can ever be you. Too often we want to be a cheap replica of somebody else and not the genuine article. That's who we are. We are the genuine article. We are the one and only. Love yourself enough to believe in that, but be yourself enough to feel good about that. Yeah, the one and only, baby. So don't compare yourselves to others. And oftentimes, not only is it the thief of joy, not only is it the thief of joy, but you can never live up to it. Meaning you may say, this person who might be doing better than you, you may say, well, gosh, I'll never be as good as them. And then maybe somebody else that isn't doing as well as you, you'll say, well, at least I'm not that bad. Kind of like with uh, uh, maybe weight loss. Maybe you're, you're wanting to get in better shape. You'll see somebody and say, like, gosh, dang, I would love to be like them, but I'm never going to be. Well, here's reality. No, you're not. Because you're not them. Wow. Bang. There's that right hook. Good. And then in the same token, you say, I'll never be as good as them. Well, I guess I'm not as bad as that person. Well, now you're judging, you're putting others down, but the person you're putting down the most is who? Yourself. Yourself. You're not going to be either one of them, and you never will be either one of them. The only person you're going to be is you. So here's how you do that. You compare yourself to the person you were yesterday. Not someone else doing better or worse than you. 
Compare yourself to the person you were yesterday, that person you saw in the mirror yesterday. Are you doing better today than that person you saw in the mirror yesterday is doing? If the answer is yes, you're on the right path, baby. If the answer is no, don't just crumble in defeat. Just say, what do I need to do to make it better? Once again, kind of we started the show with that mindset, right? Not saying, I'll never be that good. Saying, what can I do to be that good? What can I do to be better today than I was yesterday? Not beating yourself up because maybe you're having a bad day today. Wow, that good stuff? That powerful? I think so. I say these things. Why? Am I perfect at them? Absolutely not. I say them because those are the biggest things I'm working on myself. I used to feel like a hypocrite. <laughs> One of my other mentors, Chris Widener, special shout out to Chris. He's, he's just absolutely fantastic. And if you're looking for a mentor, he's a, he's a good one. He worked with Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar. Wow. Wrote a best-selling book with Jim Rohn. Did a TV series with Zig Ziglar. Great guy there. So, Chris, love you, buddy. I know he listens to the show often, which makes me feel pretty doggone good. But uh, he, uh, where was I going with this thing with Chris? Oh, goodness. Lost my train of thought. That happens, right? Well, it'll, it'll pop up to me. And if it doesn't before the show's over, you know as well as I do, it'll pop up two in the morning. Oh, there it is. Popped up early. The, the hypocrite. Uh, like I always told him, I said, uh, man, I always feel like the hypocrite police are going to come and lock me up and look it on my shoulder. He says, why do you feel that way? I said, because of the things I talk about the most on my show and on uh, uh, video blogs and speeches are the very things that I'm working on the most. And I almost feel bad about that. And he says, Rich, what do you think all of us talk about the most? We talk about the things we're working on the most. Why? Because we have the one, we're going to do the most research on those areas. And you can guarantee that there's thousands, if not millions of other people struggling with the same thing you're struggling with. So by you being transparent, you tell them that you're working on this and giving ideas and suggestions, you're helping more people than you'll ever know. And I said, really? He said, yes. Yeah. And if you're not, you're being fraudulent. He said, just say it. I'm working on it, but here's some ideas that have helped me. Maybe it'll help you. And then get the conversation going. You know, fans share different feedback. You can pick up stuff from them as well. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> so I get my right hook of reality and left uppercut of truth from my mentors. So I'm passing that message on to you. So if it's an area you're struggling with, man, feel free to talk about it. I know it's sometimes it's embarrassing and maybe don't get too personal and too deep if you don't feel comfortable doing that, but share those things. Why? Because you're going to help people you didn't even realize. And in the process, you're loving yourself first because you're helping yourself because maybe somebody says, hey, this is what I did to kind of help out with that. Oh my gosh, there's the answer. Anyway, moving on as we're closing in on the timeline on the show here. It's kind of slid on by here. So not comparing yourself to others. And I always think of when uh, we talk about not comparing yourself to others, and we're kind of putting our notes together for the mad chat at the studio. My wife had said, uh, you know, the, she goes, we're kind of putting the notes together, and she said, uh, add that, uh, that quote that you like about, uh, you know, a fish in a tree or a tree in a fish, or how does that go? And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you know, they're comparing yourself to others. The, the fish and tree quote that you like. And I said, oh, you mean <laughs> the Albert Einstein quote? And it goes like this. You ready for this? I said, oh, you mean if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll go through life thinking it's stupid? She goes, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so got my wife, Desi, shout out to her for kind of triggering the thought. And that's what I always I, I use. But when we're kind of putting some notes together here, it's always good to collaborate with somebody else. And I hear slice the word collaborate. I think collaborate and listen. Uh, ice, ice, baby, right? There you go. So anyway, um, the quote goes again like this. The quote goes again. Albert Einstein said, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, 
that will go through its life thinking it's stupid. Wow. Yeah. So if you judge yourself by the ability of others, you're probably going to go through life thinking you're stupid because you can't do it, right? Yeah, that's a right hook of reality. Can a fish climb a tree? No. Does it beat itself up because it can't climb a tree? Well, if it does, it's going to feel uncomfortable its whole life. But it's not made to climb a tree. And you're maybe not made to climb a tree. You're not made to be like, I know you're not made to be like somebody else. You're made to be the genuine, art, genuine article. <laughs> Easy for me to say. So don't compare yourself to others. Why? Because comparison is the thief of joy. I should have wrote that in my notes here so I know who said it. I, I don't know. I'll let you look it up. I, I, I thought it was uh, Teddy Roosevelt, but I could be wrong. Uh, comparison is the thief of joy. So the last thing to kind of remember on that is no one is perfect. We all make goof-ups. We all make mistakes. Every day is a fresh start. So forgive yourself. Love yourself. Be who you were born to be. Know that you're going to make mistakes. But most of all, most of all, most of all, be true to you. Be true to who you were born to be. Be true to the gift that God gave you. And oftentimes people say, well, what is that gift? I don't know. I, I, I truly don't know what that is for you. I can't, I mean, obviously I don't know <laughs> all the listeners. Um, it, it's one of those things you have to search deep inside. But I promise you, it's probably something that's always been there. What is my gift from God? It took me forever to realize it, but it was always there. I mean, even as far back as second grade, when one of my favorite teachers of all times, Mrs. Dittman, wrote on my report card, Richie talks too much, <laughs> there's my gift. You're like, you talk too much? That's your gift? That's it. I, this is one of the, the things I love to do more than just about anything else. I love spending time with my family. I do. But talking, being on the air, being in front of a camera, being in front of thousands of people and kids, inspiring and empowering them on stage, that's what I love to do. And I know now that's my gift from God. He gave me that gift. And all the people that told me to shut up and sit down and be still and quit talking and who you owe. I mean, I went through the hardships too, and I still get it. Still people throw negative yuck my way. But I know in my heart that's what I was born to do. Born to empower people, to inspire people, to motivate people. Yes, to kick them back up when life's kicked their butt. Remind them nothing hits harder than life, right? Yeah. What is your gift? I bet it's been right there in front of you the whole time. But I know that every day, every day is a little bit of a struggle. I'm not going to lie to you. Why would I? You know, sometimes people say, hey, be honest and tell me the truth. Do you ever have struggles? It's like I've been lying the whole time prior to that. But uh, yeah, I've, everything I've said before is a lie. But now I'm going to tell you the truth. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But yeah, I have my struggles just like everybody else. I'm a human being for crying out loud. And there's a lot of times when I'll, I'll have some self-doubt. But I remember the things that I'm sharing with you. I plant those seeds in my mind. And those that listen to the show a lot, you know I talk a lot about what you plant in that mental garden. What you plant is going to grow. You plant seeds of negativity, self-doubt, self, uh, uh, limited self-worth. That's what's going to grow, man. However, you plant the seeds of positivity, the seeds of, of confidence, self-esteem, courage, belief in yourself. Those are the seeds that are going to grow. Now, they don't just grow uh, uh, unaltered by, I wish they would, but they don't. Why? Because the weeds of negativity, the weeds of society, yeah, they're going to jump in there and try and kill those beautiful seeds. So just be aware of those as well. And of course, I talk about that on countless other episodes. All right. Well, we're, pro, uh, we're at the timeline now. I always like trying to be disciplined with the time. We do two shows a week, folks, for our new listeners. This is the long show. This airs on Mondays, 
And uh, then we do a shorter quick hitter called the Weekend Challenge that airs on Fridays. This show is anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes. The Weekend Challenge is anywhere from 7 to 10 minutes just to give you a little motivational boost for the weekend. And, and as I mentioned, please subscribe, please download, please share with others to keep building our tribe. Why? Man, the world could use more positivity, right? Yeah, it certainly could. And think about more people are thinking the way that we're thinking right now. That's, that's going to create a ripple effect, right? You throw a pebble in the pond, what happens? It starts rippling across. If you listen to this show for the first time, we have now thrown a pebble in the pond. That's rippling across. You throw another pebble. Give us a little uh, shout-out, a little five-star review. You tell somebody else about it. You subscribe to our Facebook or Instagram pages, and that's how you create that ripple effect. That's loving yourself because you're planting positive input. That's putting yourself first. That's being true to who you are. None of us are built to be negative. I say that, and you probably say, oh, man, you don't know my boss. <laughs> no, I don't. But maybe they need some love, too. Who knows? All right, folks. As always, I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.